Okay, so now we're joined by St Kilda AFLW coach Peter Searle. Peter, thanks for joining us. No problem. Thank you for having me. You're building, you've got the really cool situation on your hands, Peter, of, of building an AFLW team from scratch. How did you, mm-hmm. how, what is the, where do you start with a task like that? That seems like a really cool thing to sort of get to do. Yeah, look, there's, there's obviously a lot of layers to it. Um, the first one um, is basically knowing a good year or so in advance that we're going to have a side and knowing that we are going to have to probably produce most of that side through our VFL program. So um, it was really important that we had a, a positive, uh, good couple of years leading up into AFLW through our VFL program. Uh, we started off the first year in uh, VFL program as the Southern Saints with about an experience of, an average experience of three games per player. Um, so hence a lot of new people uh to the sport, a lot of cross-coders to the sport. Um, and probably, you know, given given the, the experience or lack of experience they had, had a successful year in winning five games. Uh, and in that year, we had um, seven of our players drafted. So uh, that was, I guess, promising that, I guess, the, uh, the program we were running to develop players was working. And then the following year, being the year just gone, uh, it was really important that... Um, we, we kept growing in that space, and it was definitely a, a KPI to, to play finals leading into AFLW. Uh, so I guess to uh, to get through to a prelim and then um, lose, lose Collingwood was disappointing, but uh, it, it definitely showed that, uh, you know, we're, we're progressing in the right way. Um, so obviously along the year last year, we were able to pre-select some girls from, from our group uh, and... We, we pre-select the majority of them. Uh, we had the opportunity to pre-select um, some underage girls or TAC Cup or NAB Cup girls, uh, and we pre-selected, uh, I think, Molly, um, Molly McDonald, so she was our number second draft pick, so to speak, um, and Isabella Shannon. So that also, um, for them, knowing that they were going to year 12 year um, and had already been drafted to a club and their local club, um, was enabled them to go study and do the things that they need to do um, and enabled us to, you know, have some more contact with them, work with them, also just monitor the roads in terms of, you know, all, all the commitments they had so that, you know, when they got to us in our pre-season, they were ready to go. Um, it was important that we could get games into those girls as well. Uh, when I say games, VFL games, and, and those two girls certainly, um, you know, uh, up in terms of where they played at nationals and how they played at VFL, well, certainly one of our best players each week. So that was important leading to our AFLW um, draft day, I guess. So we're then left with with six draft picks and um, and all oh, seven draft picks, and then we went to the draft like each other club and and you know looked at what we needed and what we're missing and tried our best to get that. Yeah, and you're this is Chloe speaking. Sorry, hello, Peter. Hello, how are you going? I'm good, thank you. Um, your VFLW St Kilda side were very, very strong and you spoke of that lack of experience, but that wasn't noticeable at all because you were a very, very tough side to come up against. Um, but in speaking of lack of experience, um, just looking at your list, you know, you pulled a couple of girls from other clubs. Um, how did you go about targeting, I guess, those experienced players who did have a handful of games under their belt and that could, I guess, guide your team Um you know, so what was who did you target, I guess, um, and how did you go about getting players who had the experience? Yeah, look, we had um, 
lots of conversations with lots of players, um, as, as you do, and um, it was really important that um, we got players that wanted to come to the Saints. Um, you know, uh, you understand the length of a women's footy now, um, especially the top two players, they can earn lots of money, um, lots of things can be thrown at them and, and, and so forth, but um, it was not what we could give them, but what they're going to give us. Um, that was that was imperative. They needed to want to come here. They needed to want to make a difference. They needed to want to wear the red, black, and white. Um, and that was the number one priority. So um, just in, just to make sure that we got the right people, um, so that we could build our culture strong from the start. So um, that was the number one thing. And we're pretty stoked with the with the people that we've landed in that respect. We think that um, they've been. They've got the experience at AFL, but they've also come to us for all the right reasons. Um, and, you know, it's, it's already been amongst our group that um, people like being here because there is no ego that's all pretty level, level-headed. Um, no one's ahead of anyone else. It's just everyone just enjoys being themselves and um, growing and learning to develop as football. Uh, we also went for a plan too, um, you know, uh, in terms of the type of footballers we got, so we sat down and worked out, okay, what are the, what we the things that hurt um, opposition, you know, and one of them is speed, um, especially in sixteen aside, big ground. So um, for speed, we also um, know that um, there's not a lot of good key tools around, but key tools do make a difference. I mean, you only have to look at Cunningham at Melbourne. Um, you only have to look at um, you know, the North Melbourne run when she goes forward, she creates havoc and, and so forth. So uh, we thought it was important that we could get develop some key tools, and you know, so we drafted uh, a few of them through our VFL program. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is ball use. Um, and you know, we know that while it was probably a bit harder for us to go and get players that had exceptional ball use, because normally they're you know already the top couple players of their team. Uh, um, you know, we know that we're going to get the draft, so we wrap to get Georgia, um, and we know it's going to keep coming through the draft in there. Yeah. So we feel that a really good solid loose build moving forward in terms of speed, um, um, tools, and ability to be able to use the ball. So being basically essentially a third generation team, you've had the inaugural teams, then you had Geelong and North Melbourne, how much did what they have already done, did you sort of take notes of and Especially Geelong and North Melbourne, did you look especially at what they would what they had did last season when it came to your planning and your um your attempts to build this team? Yeah. Yeah, of course we did. Um the rules changed a bit though. <laughs> also from the ACA and what we could do versus what Melbourne would do in terms of uh, grabbing all sorts of players. So um you know, there was a lot stricter rules put in place which made actually make harder to go to play a lot of the player movement happened the year before. So a lot of the girls that were disengaged in clubs um, had already moved and not many want to move to a third club, which is totally understandable. I also felt that a lot of, um, some of the clubs that perhaps um, got a few things wrong um, in terms of how they look after the girls, um, put their act together knowing that there's, you know, expansions coming and, you know, um, really started to, I guess, provide what the girls needed to, you know, maintain, to, to grow as footballers, but also to, um, you know, life going forward so we felt player movement this year um was actually really hard so um you know we didn't quite have the same rules or the same ease of as more to just go and get a lot of players but um 
we also felt that um, we probably wanted to follow a bit more of the DeLong model anyway and, and grow up from, from, from below, get that right, and, um, the good, you know, you'll attract what you need going forward. And, you know, you know and, and that's probably, you know, you shouldn't look back in the past all the time, you shouldn't live in the past and so forth, but, you know, that's potentially what I did when I went to Darabin. You know, when I first coached there, it was really poor culture. We turned the culture around and ended up winning five premierships in a row. So that that's the number one thing to get right. Um, and we 100% believe that we've got all the right people in our club to, to, to get that right. So you, you, you'd almost rather have been in the North Melbourne and Geelong slot before the AFL had really solidified all the rules and other teams really realised how severe the impact of uh, these new teams coming in was in terms of acquiring players. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to say we're, I would have preferred to be in the first year. I mean, yeah, fair. you know, the fact is just we're three years behind everyone. Um, you know, we're three years behind everyone. And to be honest, um, you know, first pick up was pick five in the draft. You know, not quite sure how that works. But, um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Colton got pick number two and the Bulldogs got pick number one because losing Bree and Katie. But the point is, is they actually had Bree and Katie to lose where no one lost. So I don't think they've got that part right in terms of uh, looking after the expansion clubs um, to enable them to be more competitive. But um, that's just the reality. Um, but um, as I said, you know, really excited um, with what we actually got through the draft in the end. Yeah, speaking of the draft, um, you picked up one of my little favourites, uh, Nicola Zenos. Um, yes. How are your younger ones tracking, uh, in particular, Zenos? Um, as I'm a fan of hers, we played in the um, premiership together with the Pies, and she's uh, a really good egg, and she has a lot of potential. Um, I just guess wanted to check in with how she's tracking, and, and your Patrikios and, and the younger girls that you did pick up. Yes. Um, I think, yeah, Nicola Zenos actually hurt us in the you guys kicked the goal against us. So. <laughs> yeah, and then went on and had a, a good grand final. Yeah. All the girls, all the young kids are tracking, tracking really well. Um, you know, we, we drafted what we, we thought would make our team better, um, and Nicola is certainly uh, one of those. Um, you know, we think we've got some speed in front of the ball already with Kate McCarthy and um, Jess Sedgenary, but, um, you know, Nicola's speed and um, probably more of a sidestep and agility, um, as, which has shown in women's footy, has been... Um, Really beneficial, so um, you know, she, she's tracking nicely. Um, Georgia too. Look, you know, um, Georgia's just she's just a class footballer, isn't she? So um, you know, for Georgia, you know, it'll be you know how well does she step up to the next level? Um, we have a lot of faith in her. She's going to be a good player for us, hopefully for a long period of time. Uh, even Rosie Dillon, she's only a young kid that um, we picked up through draft that played at Hawthorne. Um, her footy. The footy knowledge and mouse is, is pretty important. Tiny White's been fantastic. Look, all, all the kids that we've picked up um, have have been positive. Um, you know, they've adjusted, I guess, to the AFLW level of conditioning and training. And, um, you know, they've been major contributors um, to our training and our match teams. So, you know, um, if you in our group, like, it doesn't matter how young you are, how old you are, or if you're good enough, you'll play. Um, you know, and they're certainly putting their hands up. To, to be amongst those, the group of, you know, the first 21, 22 players that run out on the track. Just on that uh, Geelong comparison, uh, Peter, you, I think it was pretty clear to everyone on the outside that it did, that you guys were going down the Geelong model rather than the, the North Melbourne mm. sort of model. 
they got picks one, two, and like twelve in the draft. It didn't seem a bit unfair that you guys were only given one one pick in that first round. Was that frustrating for you guys? Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, I feel like there's been a lot of you know right from word goes a lot of kickbacks in that sense. But you know that you know we can't do anything about it. That's what we've got given. Um, you know, we've just got to. We, we, I still believe strongly in what we've got. Uh, you know, our job is to grow and um, make everyone better footballers, and that's just you know that's the hand we're dealt with. And now we we best play it out, and, and that's what we're doing. And you know, I have a lot of faith in in the thirty girls that we do have. Fair enough. That's absolutely fair enough. Um, what do you think in overall about the the expansion of the competition? Fourteen teams in in basically four years. How does how does it how do you, how do you personally feel like putting aside the fact that like the te- the that you are now a coach of a team? Do you think fourteen teams was too many too quickly, or do you think that the talent pool is is there? Yeah, well, that's a difficult one because if I don't say yes, we <laughs> we might not be having a side. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's a hard one. I'm definitely going to say uh, yes to that part. But look, you know, I think it's. Um, it's almost like saying, okay, so what is it, 220? Well, this is when the original competition was meant to start, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, so um, the fact that it started where it did, look at the acceleration um, that has happened, even though potentially it might not have been ready. Who knows? Do you know what I mean? So I think um, by, by forcing it, it, forcing it to be at a certain number, it, it's, it's creating a lot of... Um, Yes, a lot of there's resources getting put into developing it, so it's actually speeding up the, the development of everything else that sits underneath it. Um, no, do I think I thought last year the footy um, with the expansion of two teams, I thought the footy was fantastic. I thought the footy went another level. So yeah. um, you know, potentially could it have gone two, two, and two might have been a better result. Um, but yeah, having said that, if that was the case, <laughs> you know, we might not be in. So. Um, I'll probably sit a little bit on the fence on that one. And yep. I've got an interesting question for you, Peter. Um, mm-hmm. With four weeks out from round one, I'm just wondering when the Saints are going to announce the skipper. Is that anytime soon? Is there any standouts for you um, of who you want to be the first inaugural captain um, for the red, white? I'm used to saying black and white. For the black, white and red? Yep. Yeah, I, um, captains will be announced next week. So um, I'm trying to elaborate too much more. Oh, no, straight so, bat. No, very so, well played. Some investigative, investigative journalism by Chloe there to notice that you hadn't announced it yet. Um, yeah. So obviously you guys are an, an basically a new club starting up here in Moorabbin. You've got Brett Ratton, a new coach on the men's side coming in. Does it feel like a, a completely new club at St Kilda at the moment with, with you guys coming in and a new look in the men's side? What's the sort of vibe like at uh, RC Park? R, is it RC? Yeah, or? yeah. Oh, yeah, RSCR Park. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, vibes. Uh, it's great. Um, it's always great this time of year, though, because, <laughs> you know, no one's losing and everyone's potentially winning. So, um, no, but, uh, you know, Rats, uh, he, you know, he, he's been a breath of fresh air, definitely for our men's, our men's program um, and also um, our women's program. Uh, he's heavily invested in our, in our women's program. Uh, I mean, we, we've relationship over the last year. I mean, our desks were sitting right beside each other last year, so um, we've got really good connections. And, um, you know, even, even before our AFLW side, he'd be down in the basketball courts, you know, um, working with our VFL girls, etc. So um, it's been quite 
it's you know it's been it's been really genuinely integrated and really genuinely connected and um you know the whole staff both you know admin and, and booty staff can really feel that and really ride the wave of of that energy and momentum awesome well that's all we've all the questions we've got for you uh today peter um, I am looking forward to round seven at Vic Park. Um, yeah. Under the lights of Vic Park. I'm sure you've played many games at Victoria Park. You were a very good footballer yeah. um, in your heyday. Um, but thank you for I, taking the time. How do you know that? Um, oh, I've searched your Wikipedia page and I've heard around the traps you you were pretty good. Okay. I reckon you'd kill it if you okay. were um, the footballer. Well, well, I'm glad that you've referenced that because everyone seems to forget about that. So um, I'm glad you referenced that. No, I've heard very good things about you. Very, very good things about you. Um, So I'm excited for your St Kilda team, um, especially with you at the helm of it. So I wish you and your team all the best. And like I said, I'll see you round seven. And thank you again for joining us. Thank you.